another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how are you doing this evening? Joshy boy, I'm very well, thanks. Yeah, very well. Um, enjoying game week 21, which is about to come to a close. West Ham are currently winning 2-0, thanks to my captain, Jared Bowen. So I'm, a happy, I'm in a happy mood. I'm in a very happy mood, man. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good. Not as happy as you, because I don't have Bowen and I have not captain Bowen. But no. Kufan with the assist. So that this game hasn't been an absolute you know, terrible story for me. But uh, yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. It's rare. I swear we're never both happy, are we? One of us is happy, the other one not. It's rare. It's rare that we both are. One day we'll both be happy. There's a set amount of happiness. And like you can't you can't go above that level. A certain amount has to go to one person. Yeah, we're either both fairly miserable or one of us is happy, the other one's suicidal. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than, that, other than that, all good, man. All good. What are we doing today, Josh? So, yeah, obviously, it's been a bit of a crazy week and the way that the fixtures have gone. Um, so we're going to look at game week 22. We've got some specific questions about, you know, the double fixtures, the double game. Well, you know, teams that are playing twice, basically. Um, assets, you know, potential for free hit and some other questions as well. We're going to look at the key fixtures, we just got three there, and then we're going to talk about our plans, what we're actually doing, you and I, for 22 itself. So not too much to cover, um, but some pretty meaty topics, I reckon, for that game week 22. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that's the big the big question, isn't it, on everyone's mind, is how to handle this double coming up. Um, and it's not a straightforward one at all. So yeah, looking forward to hearing what you, what you make of it. And yeah, looking forward to getting into the meat of that double game week. Good. As a veggie, you know. You're looking... i got to have meat. i got to have some kind of meat. <laughs> there you which go. Is FPL. So FPL you go. meat. FPL meat. <laughs> should have called that the pod, really. That should be yeah. the name of the pod. FPL, FPL meat. meat. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, like you say, Josh, game week 21, we talked about it in the last pod. It's going well with West Ham. Let's not dwell on how we're doing on it. Let's let's just go into it, shall we? Into this, sure. into this, dive into this pit of double doubles. So, how do you want to approach it? Oh, I I've put these questions together so I can pitch them to you, and we can cool. kind of go back and forth. Cool. I've named them quick fire questions, but I have a sneaking suspicion that they're not going to be particularly quick. No. So, the first one, quite a broad question, and I'm sure one that a lot of people would want the answer to. Obviously, double game week for 22. The doubles, the team that have doubles are Brentford, Brighton, Burnley, Chelsea, Leicester, Manchester United, Spurs and Watford. What would your arguments be for and against a free hit for this week? Uh, so I'm against a free hit this week mm-hmm. in the end. I thought I wouldn't be, but I am against it this week. I think even if you've got both of them left... I'm not sure I would free hit. If you've if you've used one already, like I have, definitely don't free hit. And the reason is because the fixtures aren't that good, really, for any of the teams that have, have a double. Um, so maybe, Josh, we could touch on each team's and their fixtures and just say why they're good or bad assets to bring in or maybe that's the next question isn't it i've just had a look at your next question <laughs> um well, maybe we'll do that on the next one 
but but yeah, free t- talking about a free hit. It's just the fic. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking about it, and a free hit. I love to use a free hit on a blank game week. So when there's like three or four fixtures, and that's because you you typically can't field a team in those weeks with your normal squad. So you're looking at zero points from quite a few players. So to bring in a free hit at least guarantees you better returns than if you leave it because you're going to do better than zero points, even if those players blank. Whereas a double game week like this, there's no sort of telling, especially with these fixtures, there's no saying that the players you bring in with double games are going to do better than, say, your West Ham assets or your Liverpool assets. Um, which you would be getting out for all your Man City assets, you know, which you would be getting out for these Burnley, Brentford, Leicester, Watford players, you know. So I think for that reason, avoid the free hit this week. What do you think? Are you going to play it? You've got two left. I still have two, yeah. And, you know, I was kind of 50-50. And the more I looked into it, the more I kind of talked myself out of it. Partly because of the reasons you said the fixtures themselves don't look great like no apart from Watford that's the thing yeah they, they've got Newcastle and Burnley but both away against it like, there's no kind of magic team with you know really good assets that that shine out of this game week and there's a lot of you know closely matched I think fixtures as well so it's really difficult to kind of pick them out and then you couple that with you know, we're still getting quite last minute cancellations as well. So, you know, will they all turn out to be doubles or will, you know, there be more positive tests? And we had the Everton-Leicester game that was you know, cancelled in this game week, quite late notice. And although the game week only runs from Friday to Wednesday, that's long enough for for something to happen, you know, in right in the middle of it. Um, and yeah, so I think it was one of those things that no, you start putting together a draft free hit team and you just don't I didn't like the look of it I didn't like the look of it at all but then the flip side if I was going to play devil's advocate would be those players probably don't have high ownership and I don't own them also so you know if the Leicester games do go ahead it would be quite nice to have like a Madison for example and if we get announcements of you know who else is going to be available for them um to start as well you might want to you could double up on them Spurs I know Sun's out but I don't have Kane you know United I don't have Ronaldo for example so the big hitters although there aren't many of them for this double game week I don't own them so and like you said it's in comparison of what your kind of existing team is isn't it so I'm seeing quite a big gap between the free hit team and, and my existing team so that's the only reason why I think I could be persuaded to do it. But overall, I think you're right. It's um, it's not a good one for the doubles. Yeah, and on that point, like just because you're just because you're not free hitting doesn't mean you can't bring in these blank game week players um, with a transfer or two. Um, you know, a lot of people still have Salah, uh, including me, who we have to get rid of. Really, now he's at Afcon, so that's a transfer out for anyone you want because of his price. So I'd be looking at, yeah, if I'm making transfers this week, yes, let's bring in some of these blank game week players. But yeah, you make a good point about 
the the free hit just not looking great, even if you do it, even with the best possible um, template for the free hit, it's just not that, it just doesn't look very good. I mean, you you probably throw a Trossard in there. You probably put a, you know, a Dennis Anaking maybe. Um, you know, you're, 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 you're putting Cancelo, Trent, Jota in, Bowen, Antonio, probably not. So, so yeah, it's tricky. I, but I think it's, I don't, I don't think it's wise to do it. Um, it's not yeah, a sexy and week, it, is it? Yeah, we'll come on to captaincy as well. There's no obvious captain, I don't think. I mean, Son being out, he would have been the number one pick. He'd have been a guy that I'd bring in on a transfer and he'd be, if I was free hitting, be number one in my free hit team. But Son's out now. So the midfield options are just bleak for this for these, these doublers. Um, yeah, I mean, what more can we say? What more can we say? Um, if you've got two, it's if you've got two free hits, it's tricky. It's harder because you have got that bonus swing. But I think if you're patient, there will be, as there is every year, there's going to be other doubles, better doubles. There's going to be blank game weeks uh, for sure. I think we know game week 30 will be one now, Ben Quellen was saying. Um, so that's the time you definitely want to use it. And yeah, I think if there's those consecutive double game weeks that you get sometimes, then it's always good to prep your team for one of them and then free hit for the other one. So yeah, I think there'll be better times to use two this season. Is the the bottom line on that? Yeah, I think we've we're in agreement there uh, for that first question of odd. This, the arguments are stacked up against free hitting this week, but you know if you've got the balls to do it and it plays off, then. Yeah, happy for you. Yeah, happy, happy for you. Godspeed. Ecstatic. Um, but we can, you know, segue that over to the second part of the question. It's the second question, but it's kind of related. Sure. Which is, you know, we're not free hitting, as we said. So, you know, which individual, maybe two, or how many hits you take in, but which players do you want out of these, you know, double game week assets? Mm. Well, I think for this... as well. For this question, Josh, let's just do a sense check on each of these teams, should we then? And 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 just talk about their their double fixtures. So alphabetically, Brentford, they've got Liverpool and Man United. Idiots. I want zero of those players. Do you? Do we need to dwell on Brentford? Uh again, we're not talking free hit, are we? So we're literally talking for the media for this game, yeah. game we can the medium term. No, no. Yeah. Way. I mean, even if you are free hitting, don't get Brentford player in. <laughs> just we can kind of get tail end it with that. Yeah. Uh, Brighton have got Palace and Chelsea. Um, for Brighton, I have looked at Cucurella, mm. the defender. He looks pretty good. Uh, and I think Trossard on a free hit is quite good, as I've said. So I think maybe a Brighton defender in Cucurella is a, not a bad shout if you're um, if you want if you if you've got a bit of a budget there. So yeah, defensively for blanket. For double game weakers, I think Brighton are bad. What do you think? Yeah, I think that in any game week, it's defence for Brighton, really, isn't it? Because their attacking output isn't great. In this one, this double, specifically, another reason, I think, to, to go defensive heavy because Palace can be stubborn defensively. Chelsea, despite having you know a couple of problems in recent fixtures, they are still one of the best you know, defences in the league. So... I'm just not looking good for Brighton, you know, scoring lots of goals. So, yeah, Cucurella, I mean, 
I want to say Lamptey, but he still just hasn't got the minutes yet. He's the exciting one, isn't he? So I think we've got to wait longer on him. So Cucurella is the only one, I think, I'd consider from Brighton. Yeah, same. I've got Sanchez a goal who I'm happy with, um, but I wouldn't make it. I certainly wouldn't spend a hit on a goalie this week no. um, for the double at all. Um, cool. So that's Brighton. So Burnley, I've got Leicester Watford. They just lost Chris Wood. Leicester Watford, not the worst fixtures in the world, Josh, but Cornet's not there. Wood's gone. Are we doing anything with Burnley? I think they're the only two that we could have stretched to any kind of argument for. Wood and Cornet. Yeah. And I think defensively, they've, you know, we're thinking of the Burnley of old, aren't we? When we talk about them defensively, that they haven't been there this year. Um, McNeil's the guy that we thought at the start of the year could maybe do something, be a bit of a spark for them, but no. So again, nothing for Burnley. Yeah, stay away from Burnley. Just the whole season, free hit or not, stay away (laughs) from them. Uh, Chelsea, though, have got Man City, tricky, and Brighton, tricky, both away. Pretty tricky fixtures for for Chelsea. No Reese James, obviously injured. Um, Anyone tickle your fancy at Chelsea, Josh? Again, it's that kind of merry-go-round of players, isn't it? Like I think Mount, obviously, as a, as a midfield asset, is the exciting one. Keeps him ticking over. Has had mixed minutes this season for different reasons, but I think now he, it looks like he's kind of back, isn't he, now? So defensively, obviously, Rudiger will probably get a lot of playing time. Alonso as well, because he didn't have other options down that left-hand side, but... It's annoying that since, you know, Chilwell got injured and he's come back, he just hasn't really been doing it on the front foot. Um, And against these two teams, you know, he'll be up against probably Cancelo in the City game and any wide player for them and Lamptey for Brighton. He's probably going to get pinned back. So, yeah, I I don't know. Mount and Rudiger, I'd probably go then for for just this game week particularly. Yeah, I mean... I think I think if you're transferring, avoid them because they're blanking. They've got two potentially two blanks in a row, which is quite unprecedented. But in a couple of weeks, they may blank twice. So, do you want to lumber your team with players permanently from them to to bench them in um, in those two weeks? Um, yeah, would be what I say. The fixtures aren't great either in this in this blank, like you said. Um, Alonso, I kind of semi-looked at because he'll probably be nailed now. But like you said, he's not quite the Alonso of old. He does threaten to get there again. But um, yeah, I would avoid, I'd avoid them if you're transferring, if you're free hitting. I think the players have said Mount because the midfield options aren't that great for this blank, for this double. It's probably a good shout, Mount. But yeah. other than that, yeah, I can see Man City scoring, certainly. So, so I'm not sh- totally convinced on clean sheets for them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Leicester, though, uh, two better fixtures, Burnley and Spurs. Decent fixtures there. What do you reckon? The Burnley one, for sure. Uh, the Spurs one, obviously, mm, you don't know under Conte wh- exactly which Spurs going to turn up they don't have Sun that, that's probably a good bonus for, for Leicester playing mm. them then or we don't think they'll have Sun um, from, from Conte's comments so 
Yeah, in terms of assets, probably wouldn't be looking at anyone defensively because no one's on great form and the team isn't on great form defensively. Madison, obviously, in the middle. We've described him as a streaky player in the past. So, yeah, you might get lucky with him. You might not. Um, but he's probably the best in the middle for them. And then up front, you've just got a bit of a conundrum at the moment, isn't he? Like, we don't really know who's back and fit. And because especially because they didn't play that Everton game. We don't really know what the deal is. So and Ianacho is definitely not there. Vardy, I don't know if he's back and fit. And Daka, did he go to Afcon? I think didn't go. Like, no, he's injured. He didn't go because he was injured. So he might be back. Weirdly playing during Afcon for Leicester. Otherwise, um, they have no real. Oh no, strikers do they? So no, they don't. Um, Leicester, though, yeah, I do like Madison. I do like him as a as a shout for a transfer. I'm thinking of getting him in myself. Because yes, he's streaky, but he does look like he's in one of those streaks. You know, he's in a hot streak at the moment. Um, and even just the eye test watching him, he looks like a different player for all of a sudden. He looks amazing, like every every touch he makes. So yeah, I think they'll do damage against Burnley. Um, and they looked all right when they played without those three strikers. I think they played Lookman up front. So he could be a he could be a differential shout if you're if you're looking to sort of climb rank. Um, but if I had to pick a midfielder, I'd go for Madison on a free hit or on a um, or for a transfer from Leicester. Yeah. I mean, their longer term fixtures aren't looking great either. Um, no, Brighton afterwards, Liverpool, West Ham, then Wolves. You know, it's not the best teams is it? that are either good or stubborn. So yeah, yeah. Again, see, not the best. Normally, Leicester be a, a, I'd like Leicester are one of the better ones from this bunch, and we're still sort of them in an R aren't we? So yeah. I think that says it all, really. Um, moving on, Man United, Villa and Brentford. Villa Revenge. Should I kick this to you first, Jack? I'll, 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 maybe oh, I can just man. unleash so that, the cannon and step back. <laughs> the FA Cup game on the Monday. So Villa just played Man U on Monday in the FA Cup and we got them again. Uh, I mean, I've in my, in my few years on this earth... I've never seen Villa dominate Man United like that in in 34 years. Like we we were the far and away the better team. How we didn't win is a is a joke. Don't get me started on that disallowed goal either. But I've I firmly believe we'll batter them at the weekend. I really do. Um, they look terrible. Like they can't. They can barely string a pass together. Like Ronaldo or no Ronaldo. I just think. I think they're a massive trap. I really do. And I know I'm biased and I know I hate them, but I really, my eyes weren't deceiving me there. They looked terrible, Josh, but it's, they've got Brentford. So what do you think? Yeah. I mean, they're both away fixtures. And what I would say from, from what I've seen of Brentford this year, their better performances have been at home. You know, the mm. crowd has been getting behind them. I know they've, they've been a bit peaky. So I would say, I'm not going to say that that's a difficult fixture for United, but it being a way, I think, does should add something to the equation. And when you're thinking, oh, you know, they've got Villa away, they've got Brentford, like Villa proven, they're going to make it tricky. And I think they'll want revenge. Brentford away, you know, Brentford, I think, aren't just going to roll over by any means. Um so again, and, and then you go to the United squad and team themselves. They're not filling you with confidence defensively. Not at all. For getting a clean sheet. Um, I think they could definitely concede against Villa, maybe against Brentford as well. And then you think, oh, who, who's going to be scoring goals for them? Like, 
Ronaldo, obviously, but is he back? That's the other thing. Is he going to play both games? Age, the fact that he's missed game, um, missed minutes recently as well. So, again, just more doubts and uncertainty over. There's just no clear assets we definitely want from there, is there? Like, do, who do you want? No. Rashford, Fernandez. I, think, Probably not. I mean, Rashford looked. He <laughs> yeah. looked depressed. It was really weird. It was sad. It was sad to see Rashford in that game. He looked completely off it. And then when he got subbed, he looked like he just wanted to be somewhere else. It was weird. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to get sucked in by the Ronaldo captaincy here. And it is Ronaldo, and he could score for sure. It's Ronaldo, but they do look. This must be the worst team Ronaldo's ever played in, I think, in his career, in terms of how they're playing now. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Bruno Fernandes as well, he looked poor in the FA Cup. I think a few people might be tempted with him because with the salad inevitable sale, you've got all that money. You do want premiums, don't you, if you have money? So, yeah, maybe maybe they'll come good because they're, they're so talented, but it just doesn't look like... Yeah, at the moment for Manu. So I would, if I was free hitting, would I get one of them in? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe again, because there's so few other options, where else do you turn? But it doesn't inspire you, does it? Not at all. Um, no, not anyway. All. No, I'm not looking at them for transfer, as you said, maybe a free hit, but no yeah. United assets. Yeah, certainly transfer. not transfer, certainly not. Spurs, on the other hand, so they have got tricky fixtures, Arsenal and Leicester. Arsenal at home, Leicester away. So the Derby, Leicester, they've got no sun. Kane, though, picking up form, and he does love to score against these two teams. What do you think? Picking up form is not the same as being in form. True. Um, And I think, you know, I've been burned this year from the form versus, you know, underlying stats and, and fixture argument with the Dennis versus King. We said this at the beginning of the year and I'm trying, I'm saying it more to remind myself than anyone else, but you want strikers on form irrespective of fixture and anything like that. And he is just not quite in form yet. So I, I know what you mean. You want to replace Salah with, with someone else. You've got to do two. If you, if you obviously go for Kane, cause you know, the position difference. So um, for me, it's yeah. In the absence of Sun, he's probably the best shout. Maybe closely followed by Regulon there for me. Um, but I'm not. Again, I'm not filled with confidence in recommending him at all. Kane, Kane, yeah, no. It's tricky. Like I mean, he's the th- the last month. So in the last four games, he's third highest for xG, and he scored three goals in those games. So I would say he is picking up form. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tempted to bring him in a captain, actually, Kane, for this one. Um, but not in a kind of it's a no-brainer way. I think Sun would have been more of a no-brainer for if he was playing, to just bring him in for Salah, captain him. That's that decision made for you. Um, but yeah, the fact that he's got tricky fixtures, Kane, and there's no Sun to, to make Spurs better, then it doesn't make it a straightforward decision. You're right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But I just I just can't bring myself to not captain a double game weaker, you know? Yeah, I this know. week it just it just feels wrong when you see the doubles and you're captain in a singular, especially when Salah's not there. Salah would probably been the, if Salah was here, it would probably be the first time I've ever captained a single game weaker in a double game week, but he's not. So yeah. 
Well, yeah, Jeff, maybe, sure. maybe the next team will have the answer to that question for you. Well, maybe they will. So the last team on the roster is Watford, Newcastle away and Burnley away. Could you get better fixtures? Maybe if Norwich were in there, but it doesn't get much better. Um, Josh, are we looking at a King Dennis double up? I mean, doubts around Dennis and how much time he can play. I know he's back in training, but a double right off the bat, obviously, you think, is he going to play 90 for both? We don't know. I mean, if he gets a 90 and a 60 or a 90 and a 45, then that's not bad, to be fair, I don't think, um, considering the fixtures that he's got. So, yeah, if I was free hitting, I'd want those two for sure and maybe someone else in the mix. I've actually got as... um, as my backup keeper, I've got Backman, so I'll be playing. I'll be starting him over um, over Ramsdale. So and go well last time, Josh. That that move. Oh my god, that's not the <laughs> It's that surely this. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't be angry this time round. You got to do that up because yeah. Arsenal versus Spurs or Watford against Newcastle and Burnley. God, I just jinxed myself. Um, but Watford aren't great at keeping clean sheets. In fact, I think I'm right in saying they've had none in the Prem this year. I mean, the, their defence is a shambles, isn't it? Even injury-wise, they're, they're a joke at the moment yeah. in, at the back. But yeah. but going forward and against these teams, that is exciting. And you've really listed the two guys you want going forward. So I don't have Dennis, but so maybe I, I should be looking at him. Where do you sit on the Dennis-King debate of Dennis is getting the, got the returns, but King on the expected returns is outshining him? If you had to bring one of them in now, who would you bring in? Now, uh, I would bring in Dennis. And I wish I had this. Mm. I wish I could go back to my past self and say, here's a note from the future. Put a gun to my head. Say, pick Dennis, not King, you idiot. Well, if that's the one note you're passing your past self, I think you've done pretty well in life. If that's the one (laughs) thing you'd write. (laughs) I can tell my past self one thing and one thing only. Pick Dennis game week 18. Bye, crypto. But yeah, that's the FPL related going back in time, what I do. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, that's where I sit. I know you definitely got Dennis. Have you still got King as well? No, I did ditch King. I ditched him um, for Watkins, I think, Mm. who hasn't really paid me back yet, Ollie. But I've got high hopes for him against United. He should have scored in the FA Cup, so we'll see. But, yeah, yeah, King, yeah, it's tricky to go King or Kane this week. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll come on to what we, our plans, won't we? But yeah, I think Watford, apart from King and Dennis, um, there isn't really anybody I'd recommend. No. Desp- that's despite the really good fixtures. I mean, their midfield is sort of who even is their midfield? Sars injured, and then you've just got who have you really got? Deeper line, the Will Hughes. They they play another striker there, isn't it? Um, Chucho, is it? Or Jao Pedro? Jao yeah. Pedro does yeah. sometimes come on play wide. Yeah. Um, Chicho, he's, he's the defensive mid, isn't he? But um, so so I know. I'm thinking yeah. Of the, yeah, yeah, he's the other winger. But yeah, they, the re- the reason that we're not talking about them is because they don't do anything. Like, yeah, they don't. Saar was doing things, wasn't he? Saar, yeah. him out is really bad. How bad is he? Eighth of Feb. Yeah, it's quite a bad injury for them. Yeah, so he could make a difference because their attack, their front line will look incredible with with him coming back if he does you know, hit the ground running. But um, 
yeah, so excited about Watford attacking assets for this double game week for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'd be surprised if Dennis doesn't doesn't come away with something in these two games. Um, but Newcastle will be really interesting to see how they do with these these new signings. Um, and Burnley without their two main men, they could get a pummeling. So yeah, true. Good. Um, well, good breakdown. I think we've answered that question directly. Yeah. Those are the the players we'd want to recommend for the transfers. Um, to attack that double game week if you're you're not going for the free hit. Um, so we've got three more questions to continue, sure. unless you've got nothing else to say on the double game week. These relate to just more specific points, so there should be more quick fire, more in the vein of quick fire. Cool. Livermento, I think a lot of people have, have got him. Looks like he's going to be out for a bit longer. Hassan Hutul didn't clearly state how long it's going to be, but said, you know, there's potential for him to need surgery. So obviously keep your ear to the ground, but if we take that as it is, who would you replace him with? Because I'm guessing you're going to want a budget defender to fill that spot. Like who, who else would you consider? Yeah. Depending on what your term is budget, um, I'd go to Brighton. And if you could afford him, I'd go for Cucurella. If not, I'd go for Lamptey. Because I think if you're making the sub this week, you've just got to get in a double game weaker. There's no... I just don't think you can avoid that opportunity, really. Um, and, and yeah, I think Brighton are the one that stands out in the budget round. Watford's defence is a shambles, despite their really good fixtures. I just think you're asking for trouble with a, the Watford defender. Um, Brentford, the fixtures are horrible. There's no way they're, they're keeping clean sheets there. And I mean, Leicester maybe would be the other one. Um, who, but who on Leicester is any good? I'm just kind of looking at their name and not saying a defender name really there. But even they're like, they're not really cheap and they're not, and they've got loads of injuries. So it's, I mean, is Vestergaard going to play? I don't even know. So maybe, maybe you avoid them. Um, yeah, I, I can't look past Brighton really. How about you? No, the ones you said for sure, and I was just trying to think of any others that I could throw in the mix. Um, dare I, Jack? Wolves. Say Sorry, I was going to say Wolves, but dare I also throw in a Villa defender with the fixtures that you've got coming up? So you well, we've got an easy cash. one against United, easy one against Manu coming up, easy one against then, United coming up. Well, yeah. The, so the root, good point, Josh. Yeah, the rumor is that Villa could have a double in twenty-three, um, in game week twenty-three, which is obviously next week. Um, which would be pretty big. So one of them's against Everton, who we just somehow stole Digny from and given them El Ghazi, um, which <laughs> is trade funny. deal, trade deal of the century, that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it goes against bringing in a defender for this game week. I'm sorry, a doubler for this game week. But if you're looking, if you are looking longer term, I'd say, yeah, Villa and Wolves are probably good shouts. Um, yeah, the yeah Villa defence is sort of, is Dinya will probably play over target now, so he could be a shell, but we haven't seen him, so you can't be 100% sure. And Cash is playing okay, but not really creating loads from a from attacking perspective. Um, Concert does get forward for, for set pieces and can do damage, but if I was bringing in a, man, a Villa defender now, it would probably be Cash, yeah probably be cash subject to seeing how Digna does yeah great no that, that's good um, yeah. that's all I want to hear I mean I know cool. what you mean there's, there's no real 
there's no replacement for a player like Livy at his price point, is there? That, that, I think that's the bottom line is you're not going to find a like for like because he's been unique this year. Yeah, I mean, I would say Lamp. I mean, Lamptey, if he does stay fit, has the potential, doesn't he, to be 4.5 mil. He looks class when he plays, doesn't he? He's just made of glass a little bit. He's a winger, basically. Yeah, so. and, he's, and for a better team, you'd say, than the Saints um, in Brighton. So yeah, Lamptey would be top of the top of the pile. Very good. Good concise answer. Um next, will form be impacted for teams that lose AFCON players or lots of AFCON players? So obviously you're looking to replace some of your AFCON players. Maybe you're looking at some of the players that are going to come in to replace them in those respective teams. But is there a danger there? because you know, that team's been weakened by the loss of those players. Um, yeah, I don't know enough, Josh, about any component of that to give a good answer. Um, the obvious one is Liverpool. My get, Well, my guess would be that, yes, there'll be a dip in form for some of these teams. Cornet going from Burnley is pretty big for them, I think, especially with Wood gone. But looking at Liverpool, no Salah and Mane... I mean, you're the expert here, Josh. What is that going to impact them? I mean, yeah, of course. Okay. I think... Um, In what, how would that manifest, would you predict? Well, it's, it's so many facets to it. One, there's the people coming in are nowhere near the level of Salo Mane. Um, and I think in almost all departments. So Salo Mane are, are incredible finishers, play with incredible intensity, have outright pace. You know, if you replace them with a, a Origi's not slow, but his work rate is a lot less. So, you know, Mane, we've seen it this year. He steals the ball off of defenders' feet and creates chances from that alone. Jota does the same. Um, and I think the people coming in just cannot replace even that side of their game, let alone, you know, the finishing and everything. So what that will inevitably do is put pressure on um, the rest of the Liverpool team. Because if you're not, you know, you're one, two goals ahead early on, of not taking your chances and not winning the ball out of the pitch, then the other team's going to push on upon you. Um, so I think, yeah, that's going to bring down Liverpool's output. The big question is just by how much and whether it should impact you looking at, um, well, I know a lot, a lot of people go with Jota anyway, because he's he's the guy now that they're gone. But, you know, people like Oxley chamberlain and Origi are probably going to get more minutes because of all of this um, or the absence of those players. And then the the other teams that I was thinking about really is like Leicester won't have Ndidi and Ian Atro. They're, you know, light on strikers mm. at the moment. Um, so that you mentioned looking already, is that, you know, a nod to him? And then the other ones like you know, like Arsenal, maybe not quite so much impacted, but Partey is a quite a big player for them in the middle of the pitch because it probably means someone like Xhaka is going to play. And you know what that means. <laughs> yeah, could mean anything, couldn't it? That Xhaka coming in. Yeah. So it was just a, a kind of nod nod to that as a secondary impact to, to AFCON. So don't immediately think, oh, I'll bring in Origi or mm. I'll bring in Lookman because like you were saying about Kane, not having Sun around is is has another impact on him. Yeah, take just see how these teams do. Yeah. I mean for me no Jota still class and uh, will it be Origi or will it be a Minamino or a so, or an Oxlade that slots in there. Do we even know? We sure? don't know. Yeah, I would have thought that um, it would have been 
well, shared, the role would have been shared, but the fact that Origi's been linked with, and I think bids have been received by multiple teams, including mm. Serie A teams, and the bit, the thing that's been reported is Klopp has said, no, we need you. So that makes me think he's gonna, he's got to play because you, you can't just not yeah, let the guy go. Can't do a Lingard on him. Can't do a Lingard. <laughs> no, you can't go, but we're not going to play it. Um, so it makes me think that, you know, that's going to be rewarded with minutes. It has to be. Um, whether that's cup games or whether that's prem games, that's another question. But I think he will get some for sure. Yeah, the lesson is watch them closely for the next game and see, see how they line up and, and how they go on. Don't jump on it. Cool. Uh, and the final question I had, Jack, for you was, son, Conte reported out till Feb, you know, after the international break. What kind of replacements are we looking at here? So I guess you could say this is either mid-direct replacements, any mid, or in a premium bracket. So you could be looking at strikers as well. Who's the best like-for-like? Yeah, so a few yeah, so a few ones here. So if you go in the doubles, we sort of mentioned the, the players that you should be looking at, and I think that's Madison and Mount. Um, if you're looking in the very, very short term, that is for this game week. Because um, a lot of people, I think 300,000 people brought Sun in before that yeah, announcement, which is killer. Uh, a further 200,000 have taken him out since. So, yeah, if you're looking for this blank game week, uh, I keep saying blank game week, what's the matter with me? Double game week, then I would go for Mason Mount or a um, or a James Madison or may- maybe a Lucas Mora. If you, if you want to stick with Spurs, probably those three would be the ones. But if you're looking more long-term, then, I mean, again, Villa with that potential double, if that gets confirmed and you fancy a wild punt, Coutinho's price has just been announced at 7 million. Um, it's just whether Gerard opts to ease him in off the bench or, because I don't think he's been playing that much, has he, for, for Barca? So, Not sure. No. So, that's a wild punt. Otherwise, Buendia has looked fantastic the last few games for Villa. Looked really creative with Watkins and Ings there. He's going to be the one feeding them if Coutinho's not there. Um, but then I'd also finally add, uh, Man City have got a very tasty run of fixtures after Chelsea uh, this week. So they've got Southampton, Brentford, then Norwich in the next three after that. So if you want to take a punt at a Bernardo Silva, dare I say it, or a Foden, then then now's the time to do it. Mares is gone, isn't he, to Afcon? Yeah. So that's one less player who's in the rotation mix. There, that still leaves loads of them, obviously. Um, but if you can maybe stretch to KDB, if you get rid of Son, then then he's definitely worth a look. I think um, that's looking outside the doubles. But those were the ones that I would that are on my radar. I suppose. What do you think? Agree with all of those from the double and kind of medium term to longer term afterwards. Um, did you say Bowen as well? I didn't. Sorry, no. I assume everyone has Bowen, but of course I do not. not. Have Bowen, Josh, get him. Um, but yeah, I mean, not just from this game week, but before even you showing the signs. I think he's. We we know that he's he's the guy in form at the moment for them, isn't he? Um, so yeah, I could could say him and also. You know, Jota is the, is the one that a lot of people have gone to as well. I don't, don't know if you mentioned him specifically. But um, yeah, those two, I think a lot of people have been directly shifting, haven't they, from Sun? 
yeah, yeah, yeah. A Liverpool asset Jota is has to be has to be in your team. I think to be honest, and I think Bowen does now after yeah. that. Um, he's just on fire. Lovely, good. That's all of the uh, quick fire, quick fire questions. So we've just got three key fixtures and then our, our transfer plans. So it shouldn't take very long to go through these key fixtures because we've mm-hmm. talked about assets already. So this is just about playing or, or not playing or benching if you, if you have the luxury. They're all big fixtures. There's a lot of big fixtures this week. First one, City versus Chelsea. Jack? Yeah, tough one. What are you to... doing here? Are you playing everything or you're, or you you picking a side? Uh, well, I have none of either Ooh. team. So apart from James, who I'm going to get rid of. So... Yeah, I'd, if I did have both, I'd still play both of them. It's kind of always the case with the big players. It's sort of, um, you've got them in your team, you kind of have to play them because of how much they cost. Because who you going to play Brownhill instead of a Bernardo Silva? Don't think so. Um, but I mean, I'd be wary, I suppose, of Chelsea defence in this because um, they haven't looked that good, have they, lately, Chelsea? They've kind of faltered a bit with that whole Lukaku thing and... And all of that drama. So I think City will probably win, but I wouldn't captain a City asset. Not, and that's double game week as a side. Chelsea have got the double game week, but I'd avoid captaining. If I had a Mason Mount, I wouldn't captain him. Definitely play him, obviously, because it's a double game week. But yeah, don't expect much in that first fixture. Yeah. You going to say anything more radical on that, Josh? No, I'd love to be able to, you know disagree with you on something but I agree with all of those points I think City are going to control the game I've got two City defenders so and I will be playing them I, I think I'm hoping it's one of those top of the table clashes where they kind of negate each other and City just nick it by one and just control the game for the rest of the game yeah. um, I can see that happening but then it's unpredictable when two big big boys slug it out yes uh, indeed talking of big-ish boys slugging it out We've got the North London derby next. Mm. So Spurs at home to Arsenal. Again, another edge that that derby brings an edge to the game. What are you thinking for that, Jack? Yeah. Does form go out the window with the derby? Some say it does. Um, I would say both teams kind of on the up at the minute. Arsenal are flying, though, I would say. So if I went purely on form, you'd probably fancy Arsenal for the win, especially Spurs without Son. So I probably think Arsenal will win it. But I've also said that I thought about Captain and Kane this week because he's got that double. So maybe I'm I'm talking nonsense a bit there. But I just think Arsenal look great at the minute. So I'm, I'm just you highlighting that fixture has made me think twice about getting Kane in. So yeah, I think it's um oh yeah, I don't know what to say. Arsenal to win it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, as you said, there isn't. They're two quite closely matched teams at this point in the season because mm. I think start of the year Spurs were better, and then they've dipped. And Arsenal have, you know, been moving in the other direction. I think they've kind of leveled a bit. They're, they're very, very close, aren't they? I would say at the moment in terms of two teams meeting each other at this point mm, in the yeah. season. Yeah. And then you add in to the mix that it's a derby, and there's really. You don't know what's going to happen, you know. Um, the, yeah, there will obviously both teams will want to win even more than ever. The fact that it's that derby as well, so it's just whether the Conte can add that Italian kind of defensive control to the game and just shut it out. 
Um, I don't know whether he's had long enough with Spurs to be able to do that against Arsenal at this point in the season. So um, I would still play all your assets because of that unpredictability. And as you said, you know, the Arsenal assets are on form for the most part. So go for it. Yeah. Uh, points. And, and then the last one uh, is the other Spurs fixture that I've put in there. So we talked about a couple of Leicester assets. People own Spurs assets already. Leicester at home to Spurs. Who do you think is going to take home the bacon there, Jack? Yeah, Spurs again. This one I would fancy Spurs on. Um, Leicester without their strikers. And they're just, they're very hot and cold, Leicester. You don't know which Leicester side is going to turn up at all. You mentioned you don't know which Spurs side is going to turn up, but also Leicester. I mean, like you don't know if they're going to lose 4-0 or win 4-0, really. I think um, very, very difficult one to predict. So, but I'd probably edge Spurs because Conte is a better manager than Rodgers, I think. So I think Conte will do it. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, I think, I feel like Leicester have kind of lost their way a little bit throughout this year. That, that streakiness that we've talked about, haven't we? Like They look good mm. in moments and then they look just like they've fallen apart in others. And so that lack of consistency just makes you think that they come up against a team that even maybe at the, the best day isn't maybe quite as good or for Spurs, you may say, maybe say that they are, but I feel like under Conte, they've got a bit more consistency for, you know, for any given game. So I think I can see a Spurs win there and especially because Leicester are stripped by, by those strikers. They don't have them and, mm. and not having Ndidi, I think is big for them as well. So Ndidi. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. Uh, great. And that was relatively quick. Key fixtures out of the way, which takes us to, Jack, our own personal Game Week 22 plans. So do you, obviously, you, there's time before the deadline, so you may not have nailed these down. But what no. are you thinking for Game Week 22? I don't know. I think all I know, I know these things, and I know I'm not going to play free here. And I need to sell Salah are pretty much the only things I'm certain of this week. And that's You're it. certain of definitely getting Salah out. Yeah. Who for, Josh? I don't know. Madison is on my radar. Lucas Moore is on my radar. Uh, and then I've got Reese James, who we know is injured. So do I take Reese James and Salah out, bring in a, a Cucurella or a Lamptey and bring in a Madison or somebody for Salah? Or do I risk it with a Bruno for a seller? Or do I get rid of an Antonio or a Watkins for a Kane? Those are the things I'm, that are rolling around my head, really. But as ever, with this climate, you've got to wait to the last, last minute. So I think the deadline's on Friday. It's on Friday at 6.30. So I am just going to I'm going to let it ruminate, let it sim, simmer. And... Hopefully, it will become clear what I what I do. But that will be a minus four. Uh, I can't see me just taking Salah out for someone. I can see myself getting tempted again by the double game weeks. And as has paid off for me this week and taking a minus four to get West Ham assets in, that's paid off for me. So I'm hoping, again, that that will happen. Um, and captaincy is really tough, I think. I think it's so difficult because... We said Spurs don't have the sun and they don't have the best fixtures. So Kane is sort of one. I think a lot of people will go Ronaldo. 
I'm not interested. Um, and then, I mean, would you captain a Chelsea player with those fixtures? Probably not as well. Watford have the best fixtures, but am I really going to captain Dennis? I don't think I am. So, Put your tricky. money where your mouth is, Jack. You said yeah, you always captain a double gay weekend. I do. <laughs> and I can't not. I still can't not do that. Regulon, is he going to get it? Who knows? I don't know, man. What are you? Talk to me about you. What are you thinking? So I've got three doors in front of me. Three doors. One is the game week 22 free hit which i think we've boarded up that door's been boarded up don't let me sway you josh if you want a free hit you i think be, i'd be your I think own myself i put those boards up myself across that door mm-hmm. um the middle door is is well both the other two doors relate to transfers but they also give us the plans for game week 23 because i think krellin has said we should get the now announcement on the game week 23 double fixtures before this deadline that would be good so wouldn't it? i want to kind of see what comes out of that for future planning mm. but if we don't have that for whatever reason then obviously the focus is very much just making chances this game week for me i'd want um maybe dennis and that's probably probably it i don't want many more because i don't want to make short-term short-term transfers just just to chase this game week that's Um, a tricky thing and the ones i want for the long term are bowen uh well because he's as you said his form's incredible at the moment and well past that that's he's just like the number one guy that i focused on so none of the other guys are really jumping out until afcon's done so um yeah have you got how many transfers you got I've got one. I've got a lot in the bank. I've got four, four mil, I think. And that's with Salah, with Salah in your team still. With Salah in the team, and that was another point. I think, you know, Egypt lost their first game, mm. um, which was unexpected. It was to Nigeria, wasn't it? Who are yeah, good. the next best team in there, or you know, maybe mm. the joint best team you'd say in, the, in their group. But if they don't get through, then you know, he could be back by game week twenty-four. Yeah, well, that'll be interesting. Yeah. So, would you? Are you tempted not to sell him then? Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is, if I'm free hitting in game week 23, then only. Oh, oh sorry, for... game week 23 potential for free hit. Yeah. So, right. Uh, if that announcement that Krellian was saying, obviously, said you know Villa mm. might have the double, uh, there might be other doubles in there as well that look a little bit nicer than this, the more appetizing than this game week 22 free hit potentially. So if I'm free hitting in 23 anyway, then I can just hold on to Salah for one week this week, 22, and then he could be playing by 24. Mm. So God, um, that would be, and it'd be a bit of a differential then, I think. I mean, yeah, his, you, there's no question about everyone wanting him back as soon as he is back, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. It's just not knowing exactly when he, he could be back. So yeah, that's why I'm, as always, especially at the moment, just wait till yeah. the deadline, isn't it? We might have more news. If you is a question to round it off, then if you had to captain a double game weaker this week, who would it be? If you had any of them, well, I do have one, and I probably would captain him, and it is King, Josh King. So, yeah, but Josh you said King. you'd rather have Dennis over King. So, if you had Dennis, would you captain Dennis? Well, the thing with Dennis is he's just come back to training. Yeah. literally today was it so i mean there's doubts over his minutes he's the he's the one i'd want if he was in 
if they both had been playing games and you know Dennis hadn't missed any minutes at all, mm. then I'd pick Dennis all day long. He but, came off at half time, didn't he, that one week, which was a bit of a stinker. Yeah, so so there's worries that it's double game week, but he may only play one one of them, for example. Or, yeah, you know, or play a bit part in in both of them and be taken off um, to save his legs. So, so you're going to captain Josh King this week? Yeah, it was well, between him and Jota, but um, I think mm. the, the double the double's very very enticing with, with yes. this because I'm I'm just staring at the King with the Newcastle away and but yeah, Burnley Newcastle is a is a tasty one though. Oh, I don't Bowen, know. I don't Bowen know for you with Leeds at home. I mean that that could be a whole season. Well, but a single game week, Josh. I'm not interested. I don't think unless it was Salah against Norwich. He scored a I don't think tonight. I'd do it. Could be he did. He apparently hit the post twice as well. I'm going to watch the highlights in a minute. But yeah, Leeds aren't that good at either. Oh, it's tough, man. But it's no so standout. Tough. Which is no. which is good because it's it, going to be a big mix. Yeah, if you get it right this week, like a bit like the week just gone, if you went with Bowen over someone else, then um, then you've done all right. Yeah, Antonio didn't get anything tonight, did he? I don't think. No, no. Was he your captain? He was. Sorry, he was I didn't know that when I asked that. Damn it! I mean, he got a goal. He got eighteen points. You'd take that. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Bowen points, though, is it? It's not, it's not Jared Bowen points. It's not 42 <laughs> points. It's not. Oh, uh, it's money. so surreal when you see a 42 points in your team. It's like, I've had game weeks many this year that have got less than that. Yeah. Like, it does show what a haul can do for it's you. It's a typo. It's got to be a typo. It's weird, isn't it? But yeah, there we go. All right. Good stuff. Um, that's everything covered. Um, best of luck to everyone in, in game week 22. It's a lot of decisions to make. Not a lot of certainty. Um, Obviously, like and subscribe, follow on all the various conduits or way to way to conduits, just <laughs> ways to watch us yeah, on the platforms. Platform. On the platforms, yeah. Put those words. It's been it's been a long. It's been a conduit long sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find something sexy, but that's just not the word, was it? You're sexy um, enough, Josh. Oh, Don't worry. Thank you. All the sex appeal we need. We. Uh, good. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it and uh, see you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.